in the motherfucking suburbs with it. Rah, bing, bow, bah. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on? Sexually, like you know, confident right. or acceptable for yourself, but society, on the other hand, might be like, okay, but she doing too much. They exactly. Put labels on you. But what made you choose this? I was um honestly just having a conversation with somebody, um, and we were just talk. We were just talking about a bunch of different shit, and she pretty much was just like. She's not, she don't want to be in a relationship. She likes what comes with a relationship, but she doesn't like how, oh, I can't wear this or I can't do that because the guy she was dating felt like, no, I, you my girl. I don't want you going out in public like that. Mm. So I, you know, pretty much told her like, okay, I understand that part to a point, but I don't remember what else we were talking about, but somehow we started talking about like, yeah, but why is it okay for dudes to be out here and they can have sex with how many chicks they want and they say like, oh, he the man or, you know, and why is a woman looked at as a hoe or a whore if she goes out and does the same thing? If she, as long as she's protecting herself, like what makes it different? What makes the difference between a man and a woman? Why is it acceptable for a man, but not acceptable for a woman to do the same thing? So that's how we came up, or that's how I came up with the uh, with the topic. Pretty much just wanted to get, you know, y'all point of view on it. I wish you chose this topic. Because I got some thoughts. I was about to say, I've been ready to get into some shit like this, too. <laughs> What's going on in Candyland? Like, how you feeling? <laughs> I'm good. I'm just waiting to hear what y'all got to say. Well, that's what I was saying, in, you know, in particular to this situation. Um, right now, I really don't have, like, much on it. Like, I thought about it, but I didn't really think about it too much. Um... I mean, it is a fucked up double standard that's been going on pretty much since the beginning of time. Okay. Uh, 
pretty much it's just it's kind of like telling a woman she needs to know her place mm. pretty much um it's sexual like a woman can't come right out and say oh i'm a freak or you know this is what i like without getting 10 fingers pointing at her telling her that no you're a whore but it, it just it kind of plays back on on like how you raised um that whole man of the household type shit it goes back to where fathers tell their daughters well you you can't go out or you can't date, but your son can. And then I feel like that just perpetuates when they get older into young adults. And then you have the dude telling or men telling women that they, you can't be sexual. I mean, like you even see the situation with um, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion and the, and the song. Uh, fuck, I literally just forgot the name of the song. Wow. Yeah, WAP. And you saw how many people, particularly men, took offense to that song. And we're talking about dudes that were writing songs in the 90s about Pop That Coochie. And they took offense. And it's not even the fact that they took offense to the song. I personally believe they took offense to the women, the two women particularly, because... Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are two very strong, independent women. And it's not like, like, for example, yeah, City Girls, they could sing the same song, but it's like, but y'all don't really represent strong women who mm-hmm. identify for themselves. Y'all still looking for yourself in a man's wallet, in a man's vision, whereas Megan and Cardi, like, always coming like yeah I'm Megan is not even supposed to technically be attractive because she's 5'11 5'10 Cardi B is they used to always talk about Cardi's nose and her teeth and and they still try to but both of these women both come back more and more stronger every day like I know what I look like I'm proud of what I look like and I'm not gonna be that female who has to tear down another female to feel like I'm important to feel like I matter. So when they made the song about they pussies and pretty much what it does and how it can either strengthen a man or be the demise of a man, you had men get mad because they know that shit is true. So for them knowing that shit was true, it made them want to try to, they tried to have the record pulled off stations. I'm like, we don't even fucking listen to radio like we used to. Everything is streamed, everything is downloaded. So when they was trying to hit them with that, oh, y'all need to respect yourselves and, you know, Cardi, you got a daughter and stuff, like, okay. But y'all men, y'all ho-ass niggas, y'all ho-ass slurs can say every day, talk about women every day, make comments on women picture every day and can fucking be married. And y'all feel like y'all should get a pass on that. Like, I just, that right there, I mean... I don't know. I feel like I was kind of just like born into my my sexuality. I never felt like I had to be a certain way. Even with my pops being a pastor originally, uh, I never felt like I had to hide who I was. I always wanted to be naked. I always loved the way my body looked. <laughs> you know, I used to just talk shit and say shit, and people look at me like you're so open. And I can't attest to my mother that. 
she kind of helped me like no don't don't feel the shame because when you get older you don't have to look at it like that's your only power but women we are powerful and we have many powers so that's just kind of my take on the whole subject nah and I agree with that like I, it, it goes deeper than just oh okay this woman is having sex with however many men she wants it's it, it goes deeper with the oh this woman realizes her power and she's not so to speak bowing down or accepting what this man or society is telling her she realizes that okay I got power in this I got power in that I got power in pussy like and not to completely bash men but there's a lot of men out here that don't want women to realize their power in themselves so Mm -hmm. it's like you know okay they already don't pay us equal pay we can do the job just as well and even better than a man. They already don't want to pay us equal pay. They're like, okay, why do you deserve equal pay? Uh, nigga, because I'm a human just like you. <laughs> why else? So, yeah, with that, with the whole, you know, why is it seen as a double standard? And what's really fucked up is that you see a lot of women now that are like, I was reading something today. What was I, I, was, I saw some post on Instagram. And it was, oh, that's what it was. I can't think of this dude's name, but he been on Instagram a lot lately talking shit to women, telling women like, why do you think you deserve to have the top tier man and you only Kevin Samuels? That bitch, yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Kevin Samuels. Yeah, so uh, I was just reading like, cause uh, what's the dude from Detroit? Tattoo man page. He was making fun of him, mm-hmm. and I was just on his page cracking up, laughing, and he was like, you know, doing his little person his um. Pretending to act like him or whatever. But I'm reading through the comments and I'm looking at, like, it's a lot of women in these comments saying, well, I get what he's saying. If you dressing with your midriff showing or you got your boobs all up to your neck, you not wife material. What man is going to want to wife you when you, you wear tight pants or tight clothes or whatever? And I'm just like, first of all. Who the fuck are you to tell any woman how to dress? And you a woman yourself. Ain't no man gonna respect you if you dress this way. There are so many women, especially like in... I'm gonna use religion, for example. Mm-hmm. There are so many women who dress from head to toe, have every part of their bodies covered. Their heads, their hands, they're wearing gloves. And they niggas cheat on them every single day. Talk about it. So... What's the difference? Like, all these, it, it just, it's so fucked up that it's women that thinks that this is okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to say this, because I'm glad you touched on, like, women. <coughs> and it's, it sucks that we have to have this conversation, and it's kind of like, oof. Like, you know, the even the vibe from it, as women comes down, like, uh, this is a... Not a heavy topic, but it's just like one of those topics we can't usually have. But I feel like for me to come from a family like this, majority of guys, 
I've seen out in society that mostly, unfortunately, like that's why I find it hard for women, us as women, to get along because, like y'all said, most of the time women do kind of reiterate that narrative yeah. that men put out just for the attention that men, you know, that they yeah. might receive to be, oh, I'm this different type of woman, yeah. or she do this, or she's not worthy of this type of behavior. As well as when you come into like that, which y'all said about um, a woman's power being in her beauty. Like a man's power usually is in how much money he got or how much he got going on, what his status is in the world. Most of the time, people gonna respect the man <clears throat> off of him just being in his position. Mm -hmm. But what, a lot of times in society, people wanna bash the prettiest woman in the room. They wanna give her all the Scroll. negative traits. They, just cause her aura or her vibe is just captivating. Women who are insecure don't even wanna like give her that compliment like hey we look good or hey sis you looking great you know what i'm saying it's easily like are we in competition mode like I why i gotta be like yes listen i had a conversation uh -huh. with um a girl in my school today and she we're we're both in the aesthetics program and she's in a different month i started before her but we have um these things called practicals that we have to do in order to pass. Mm -hmm. So we have to do a makeup practical, uh, facial practical, all the, the shit that you need to become an esthetician. So me and her, you know, we we met a little while ago. And I was like, oh, she cool. I like her vibe. Da, 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 da. And me and her just get to talking. So today we started talking and I see her makeup. She did like this avant-garde type of makeup look. And I walked in the class. I'm like... Me and her ain't even in the same class. Mm -hmm. I just walked in her class like, yo, that shit is hot. Like, mm -hmm. you did that. Yeah. And I didn't really pay attention to the rest of the hoes in her class because I already, like, I've been in her class before. Mm -hmm. And I felt the vibe. Like, they all clicked up or whatever. But me and her, we, you know, she did my makeup today. And we talking while I'm in her chair. And she telling me about her classmates how they are they they find it so hard to compliment her mm. like when she walks in the room they talk shit they just a whole bunch of ridiculous shit and i was just like you know why because they jealous mm. they see something in you and it ain't even just your makeup like your makeup is bomb and i'm sure the makeup that they do is it's okay or whatever I'm like, but when you walk into a room, you exude this power that they don't have, that they don't see in themselves, and they can't stand it. So I was like, it ain't. They really don't hate you. They really love you. Mm -hmm. That's really what it is. And they can't because, get over it. And they can't. They can't stand it. Like, why is she? Why is she like this? And I told him, like, literally, when you walked in my classroom. It was just there. Mm -hmm. Like, you notice it. It's like how, like people say, Beyonce walk into a room, you just know. Michael Jackson walk into a room, it's just there. Denzel Washington walk into a room, it's just there. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling her, I'm like, when you walk into a room, it's there. You can't deny it. It's like, you know your power. You know your confidence. But at the same time, she's not trying to shit on nobody else. She's not putting nobody else down. She's complimenting other people. Yeah. She's uplifting other people. And they can't understand, like, why is this girl so this? And in the same aspect, 
she's complimenting other people. No, for real. I'm like, I told her, I was like, don't let these hoes get you down. Like, first of all, you talking to me. I'm the baddest bitch walking around. Period. You're the baddest on your block. I'm like, fuck these other hoes. You cool with me, and I'm the only one you need to be cool with. Right. I'm not bad at you. Period. And I told her, though, but like, that's, it's like, these girls, I won't even call them women, because a woman doesn't do that. No, yeah. These girls are doing and saying whatever to get the attention of a man. Mm-hmm. So this man says, oh, she different. She understands. She not going to wear a crop top and booty shorts. That don't mean she not a hoe. Okay. It's a lot of hoes that's completely covered. It's and every time Dick and Jane around here. Okay. It's girls out here that wear... Booty shorts and bikini tops and, and are virgins. Mm-hmm. They never had sex before. They just comfortable with themselves. I know, look, I know for a fact, like myself, one day I might be dressed completely tomboyish. Mm-hmm. Fitted hat, sneakers, tempos, baggy, sweatpants, big ass t-shirt. And the next day I might be out here in a see-through top with no bra on and some booty shorts. Yeah. But that don't mean I'm about to fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nigga, I'm on my way to go to my house and praise God. Yeah. Naked. So and that's, like, and that's what, I'm glad you said that, too, because it's like, that's the thing that I was getting to. Like, I feel like the biggest problem with this is women actually advocating that narrative that, oh, a woman is a negative trait because of how she looks. Or the you know yeah. the activities that she wants to engage in because my my theory that I roll by like I said is a woman I, her power is her beauty and a man's power is his money I'm sorry but it, that's just how life might work you can get in more rooms depending on mm-hmm. these different traits that you might have in the event that you're a man or a woman but what it really what is really irritating and problematic is sometimes being a woman other women advocating that. Oh, well, she's less than because she do dress like this. Yeah. Like certain conversations, I feel like should not still be had it because there are too yeah. many women in the world that are in these positions. But when you find out, when you hear like what women, what other women are saying, yeah. you can be a whole ass. Excuse my language. You can be a whole ass thotty and keep you know keep yourself clothed, but you might still advocate that. Oh, the narrative is she's a hoe because she wearing this that, and the other. And I'm going to go ahead and gas that just to save my own face. Yeah, that's um, like, yeah. like what, what Candace said about what, like Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. Mm-hmm. These are two strong, independent women who are about their paper. They're not worried about your paper. And then you got chicks like the city girls. I like the city girls, but I can't lie and say that in the majority of their songs, they talking about... This submissive-ass narrative. Getting, taking this nigga's money or, mm-hmm. you know, like... And then you got Megan, and then you got Cardi, who are these independent women. I know when I was younger, me and my sister both, it was this group of girls that lived next door to us. And then it went from them to pretty much like the whole little neighborhood mm-hmm. of the, the females in the neighborhood. Talk so much shit about us mm-hmm. because of the way we looked, the way that we carried ourselves, and we weren't pressed for none of the niggas in the neighborhood. I'm like, I remember all the dudes, we, we grew up on the north end, east, like the north end of uh, Detroit. So, all the niggas in the neighborhood was cool with us. 
but they knew we wasn't on no whole shit. They pretty much had fucked every girl in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. but couldn't touch us. And, and every girl in the neighborhood, they didn't understand. Like they would literally talk shit. Who these bitches think they are? They look at them hoes mm-hmm. to the point where they start spreading rumors about us. I want to touch this nigga with a 50, bar, 50 foot long yardstick. And it was all because of the way we carried ourselves and the way that we looked. Mm. Like, okay, just because I'm pretty and I have a nicely shaped body don't mean that I'm fucking everybody in the neighborhood. Just because you are don't mean that I am. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, it's just ridiculous that there are so many women my bad, girls out mm-hmm. there that are doing this for the attention of a man. A man who don't give two shits about you. Also, these insecure, weak-ass niggas. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. Now, I'm not gonna say you know... Well, no. Okay, I ain't <laughs> say gonna say it. That. You as a woman, you decide what you wanna wear what you don't want to wear, whatever. If you're in a relationship with a man, husband, boyfriend, whatever, and you are okay with dressing a certain way for that man, then by all means, do you. I'm not telling you not to do that. But if it's because this man is insecure because he don't want other people looking at you, it's time for you to make that nigga kick rocks. Because that's when it becomes a controlling situation. Mm-hmm. That's when it becomes that mental abuse. Because it'll start with something small and it'll build up to something bigger. Then you start breaking down your character. Breaking you down to the point where you you could get to the point where you don't even want to live no more. Mm-hmm. Because of the way this man made you feel. For real. But if you okay with that, like, I don't know, like I tell you my... Baby, listen, we don't wear black Air Forces in this house. <laughs> okay? Baby, we don't wear mids in this house. Mids are for people who don't have their priorities in one. You're irritated. We don't wear okay. black forces. I'm not going to wear my teddies out, and you're not going to wear no mids. We don't compromise on it, okay? No, yeah. But, <laughs> but, no, like, for real, like... No, for real. No, I'm glad you said that, too. Just off the narrative, like, the difference between um, being a girl and being a woman. But even in such basis on, like, you know, men, it's always a double standard when a man not secure himself. And that's the one part that I feel like a lot of times many females don't get a chance to um, really speak on. Um, yeah, they don't. That's like, like with the whole sex thing. Like, why is it okay for John to have sex with five different girls in five days, but it's not okay for Stacy to have sex with five different dudes in five different days? Why is he saying like, oh, this nigga, this nigga getting all the hoes? Okay. But Stacy is the hoe. But they doing the same thing. With Stacy. Like, Stacy is the girl that's having sex with five different dudes. But she looked at as a hoe. And John, he having sex with five different girls. But he looked at as the man. Like, that shit is ridiculous. Like, listen. And I think that's what's irritating, too. Because it's the obvious that men want to talk about... 
it's okay for them when they in control. Like she can be the baddest thing in the room when you yeah. first see her. He, she can be everything. She can be absolutely like in her place to be as bad as she want her want to be before they have sex. And then when it comes down to like a woman actually submitting herself and having sex with a man, then all of a sudden the narrative changed. Like, oh, well, you you do this with everybody. His insecurities got to be, yeah, like, be placed. Like, oh my like god, front if front she do table. some spectacular shit to this nigga in the bedroom. Okay, then it's, it's like. A, where you, you trying been this doing? from? Yeah. Who you been doing this with? And it's violent. She fucking. It's like nigga, that's so uncomfortable. Maybe I'm just great at what I do. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about that? Okay. Nah, nah, bitch. You fucking somebody else. You can't. I can't be the only nigga that you do this to. Ugh. But and and I think that's that's my issue too with this situation. It's like, yo. How y'all gonna be sitting up here broadcasting your insecurities to the table, justifying why it might be okay to treat somebody that way? But when it's the other way around, the narrative for females is you being too sensitive, you being this, you doing that, this, that, and other. It's not that serious. Like, it's not that serious really fucking kills me because the, the surface on what everybody perceives on what's serious and what's not that serious always be some off shit. To always like appeal to that person, right. and I feel like men are very notorious for exercising a double standard, especially when it comes down to sexuality. Because women are just like even for the city girls, as much as they their narrative is not always about like women empowerment, because they their narrative is like in order for them to successfully do their task, there's always a man involved. Versus like you know other women like Cardi and Meg. It's like, I got it on my own. I use my power as a woman. Right. Sucks to be you. Okay, it's levels to the shit. But the thing that I hate is, when it comes down to it, it's like, I don't know. I guess what I'm, I don't know. I I really just hate the, yo, y'all can do this when it's okay. When it's okay, when we in control. Or y'all can be all that you want to be when we still at the forefront of it. And I think that's what a lot of women sometimes need to pay attention to like all right yeah we being glorified now but why like the narrative now is we can all be comfortable with our sexuality but why what are we saying like all of a sudden WAP is a big deal or it's up it's up is like literally giving people a run for their money like even other women want to come after Cardi about this song yeah and it's like damn but we ain't ain't this the feminist era and we, you know, feminists, black feminists. I, I heard this dude on Instagram. He has a podcast. I don't know this nigga's name, but I was scrolling through. And he was asking somebody, some chick. He was like, um, is it the same thing? No, he was like, is it a threesome if a girl has sex with two dudes? Or is she having a train being run on her? I didn't listen to it because I could tell by his response to her. She was like, it's a threesome. It's three people having sex. Mm-hmm. He was like, it is? She was like, is it not? He was like, I think I think it's a train. I didn't listen to the rest of it because I'm like, this nigga is whack. Um, <laughs> yes, this nigga is whack. <laughs> he ain't no fun, I'm y'all. Like, uh, if a female wants to have sex, with two people or two guys at the same time, 
Isn't that still a threesome? Is it that the same thing as a man having sex with two females? Right. It's a threesome. At least like to downplay some shit. With I was talking. <laughs> I was talking to my friend. She was like, "Yeah, that's a threesome. You know, if you have sex with two other people, I don't care if it's two guys, two girls, a girl mm-hmm. and a guy, whatever. It's a threesome." She was like, "A train is when you just let and niggas." She was like, "A train. She was like, a train could be ran on a man. Mm-hmm. You could have." 15 females run a train on a dude. So, I'm just like, and once again, here we are, back to what the man, and in this instance, not the white man, just the man, period, black, white, whatever, thinks it's okay by their standards. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there's been plenty of females that if they ask that dude, baby, let's have a threesome. He be like, oh, okay. But she bring two niggas to the table. He gonna look at her like she fucking crazy. She gonna look like she don't. She ain't never gonna be high quality and again. Look at her like, Cause where did you find these niggas? Is what he wanna know. He gonna look too. at her like, bitch, I'm not sucking no dick. But you want this her to eat for you, though. right? I was about to say but this is not for you. Girls hold vagina though. Okay, but and that so, be the shit too. Like, how do y'all sit up and? blatantly put women in that position to be like that shit is okay and th- and that's when it comes down to like yo you a human being first male or female so for y'all to justify why certain things are okay just because of what gender you are that shit's kind of like yeah. far left and it doesn't make anything i don't know it just don't make sense at the fucking end of the right day. i hate when dudes say stay in a woman's place i think i think subconsciously I think subconsciously women are looking to be told it's okay. I think that the fact that even with them approaching the situation, whether they having a threesome or living the Samantha Jones life from Sex in the City, who we all saw was like really in her power, she didn't look for an okay from a man. And I think like even women who believe that they're in their sexual power and that they're you know I guess feminist because like feminist that word has so many things tied to it like feminist really was created by white women to still oppress black women so like even like I don't see myself as a feminist I just see myself as a black woman in her own power but when you think about it and, and women are constantly like, well, you know, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? It's almost like subconsciously you're still looking to be told like, yeah, you have my permission to go all out. So I think really as women, the only time we really get to that point of where we're free in our sexuality is when we truly we don't even have to say we don't care. We just treat it as like men do it. Like, yeah, I had sex with him. Yeah, I had sex with him too. Yeah, I had sex with three different dudes this week. Protected, I'm good. And go on about their business. But you have, this is where like a lot of men or women who want to be men's cheerleaders come through with that whole, oh, so you just feel like you can do this and then nobody's going to judge you. And women sit up there and they kind of like, they take it. And then you have this, emotional banter as they would call in and say see that's why a woman can't do it because she's too emotional or she gets too upset or like 
even like when they say like a girl go back and forth with another girl on, on Instagram or so speak Twitter about something as carnal as like yeah I just fucked somebody but who's to really say you're a hoe because my definition of a hoe and some people may take me wrong I really don't care but my definition of a hoe is a woman who is trying to fuck somebody whether she's bisexual trisexual or heterosexual who's married if you ain't married and you're not committed then you have free reigns to be with whoever you like whenever you like as long as you protect yourself as long as that person protects themselves but you have hoes sitting up in the church and I'm talking about 65 year old hoes. I remember my mom going to church, my daddy being the pastor my mom was the first lady. And I remember her telling me a story about my g talking about she was about to beat this lady ass in the middle of the church. And my grandmother was one of the first evangelists, women evangelists in America. And uh, she was like, my mom was like, I was naive. I didn't know what was going on. She was like, this woman was trying to get your daddy pussy in the church. And she was the deacon's wife. So I'm like, I don't care how many persons that woman might have taken. it. But she, was, she became a hoe when she tried to disrespect the wife. And not trying to, like if you didn't know the person was married, that's one thing. But you know that person is married. And say you've been with one guy your whole life. And you get attracted to a man that's married or a woman that's married to another woman or so whatever. That's a hoe to me. Yep. Like a you that like and if we gonna go a little deeper, biblically speaking, that's a hoe. <laughs> yeah. Like so you you know, when I feel like when women really just get to a point of where it's like you don't ever hear a guy explaining the women he sleep with. You like, What I'm the man. You know? You got dudes talk shit that's sitting up here with HIV and still talking shit like yeah I'm the man like no you a nasty man because you got that shit from just free falling but at the same time if you don't have when women get to a point where they're like I don't have to explain what I'm doing like I'm doing it carry on then I feel like that's when you really move the needle of people having this concept but it's like y'all said you had too many women in constant uh competition I've never been that person like every time I go out whether it's alone or with my friends or whatever I'm always like I see a girl like yo you gorgeous and now I've pulled back on it because for some reason a lot of females try to talk talk to me and I am not gay let me put that out there no problem with y'all but I told my friend as my guy friend he was like it's the septum piercing they think you a gay girl who a freak and when they see you with that septum like my sister could tell you we've been out and girls will come caress my hair mm -hmm. they'll come they'll come caress my hair They'll they come. Have, like, a fake one. Where was we? I they were so cute, though. Where was that? We was at some party, and this girl just came up and just started touching on my shoulder. Oh, where was like this? It happens so often. Like okay. even like I had guys. Like you know, guys don't really do the whole too much hand grab shit no more. But now you'll still have a dude every now and then. But no, I have females that be bold, so I just kind of like 
Let me not compliment her because she been staring at me for a minute. So I'm just going. <laughs> I'm gonna do the church pause, but um, no. But I, I never women like I don't know. I guess I just got a friendly face. To some people, I got a mean face, but it's like. I won't make eye contact with somebody too long because they will come over like, so, hey, what's up? But I do see where you, you have females that are looking at each other and a girl, one girl be like, why that bitch looking at me? Like, And it's not like, I'm not looking at you, but most females are just turning away like, oh, she probably think I got a problem. I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna come up and approach it. And that's my own issue. Not approach it with like, oh, I want to fight. Like, no, I'm going to tear down that wall because I think if I could change your mind, then you could change somebody else's mind and so on and so on. And then we can finally kill this all bitches got an attitude narrative because yeah. it's not like that out there. But when it comes to sexuality and owning yourself, I feel like, Girls just just need to be free with it. Like, and I ain't mm-hmm. saying you gotta come up and record a song. What, like the song WAP? It's cute to me. It ain't even raunchy, and probably because like I've been writing since I was twelve. I used to write rap songs. I wrote some songs that would make that song be could be played in kindergarten. So it wasn't like for me. It wasn't like. And then like when you really know your shit. Like I love music, so. I can't think of the lady name, but this bitch came out like 1920s. Have a song called, her song called when the cow when the crows come to roost or when the cows come home, some shit like this. This lady was like a jazz, you know, jazz <laughs> juke joint singer, <laughs> and like Louisiana, like it was like Louisiana type of uh, type of area, and she talking about in 1930. I'm gonna put the pussy on you. Like she literally, right. yeah, yeah, literally saying this. So it's like when you hear stuff and people like, oh, what and stuff. I'm like, Megan and Cardi ain't the first to do this. They not the first. So many women before them. And I ain't even talking about Lil' Kim Foxy area. I'm talking about way before rap even existed. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm like, it's it just really depends. I don't it's even really feel, battle. yeah, I don't even really feel like it's men. Like, yeah, men are, you know, some men are dumb as fuck, and, and they want to try to tell a woman to stay in her place and shit like that. But I feel like the real issue is when it's just women versus women. Yeah, and like Lucille Bogan. Yeah, Lucille Bogan. That's the hoe. But um, <laughs> but um, like if you just think about that shit, like um, you you would have you wouldn't have that that conversation where it's just repeatedly like yo, I, I'm gonna do me, you know, you you still looking for. Well, you know, men got this issue with us and all this. Like, if you had more women unite on that, that on that front, you wouldn't have that issue so prevalent. Yeah, that's I agree, hundred percent. Like, it's so unfortunate that women rely on a man's approval to just be themselves. If you want to go out and have sex with whoever and you're not in no committed relationship, and, and it's so fucked up because, like I said, you're not even in a committed relationship. You're not talking to nobody. You're not dating nobody. 
but you feel like well, if I go out and have sex with whoever many men this week, then no man is gonna want me. You still you looking for approval from a man that you don't even know yet. And that's just that is just crazy to me. Like I respect my man. I respect the shit out of him. Mm -hmm. I value him. I value his opinion. I would go through hell for this man. But at the same time, I know who I am. I know who I was before I was with him. And if me and him were to ever end, which that won't ever happen, <laughs> I know he does it. Yes, I know he does it. I would know who I was, but I, I, I know my worth and I know my value. I don't need for somebody else to tell me who the fuck I am. I know who I am. And that's a problem with a lot of females. And I, it could it could be the way that they were raised, the way that they weren't raised. Could just be what society has been telling them. They look to men for their value. And girl, look at look in, look at yourself for your value. You don't need to find value in yourself from another human being. Cause then when that human being tells you you ain't shit, then you gonna believe that too. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so fucked up. Um, the woman that she was talking about, her name is Lucille Bogan. That's a nasty bitch, y'all. But I fucked with her. She was singing and damn, she died in nineteen forty eight. Her album came out in 1923. She probably died from the clap because she said she had it. Yeah. In a song? She yeah. Did. I will play the song, but my title is not working at the She moment, was proud to say she <laughs> She was she, owning her shit through and through. She was like, I got crabs and everything, she, but I'm going to put it on you, nigga. Y'all listen. Y'all wow. got title, Apple Music, <laughs> YouTube, Spotify, whatever streaming service you got. Look up this lady. Her name is Lucille Bogan. And that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> no, but for real, too, like, to even... It's it's unfortunate. Um, damn, this is what she look like. Regular schmegular. I like it. <laughs> but, um... She put all it's the glasses for me. to shame. Like, when I tell you she made Luke and Two Live Crew and <laughs> Cardi and Meg and City Girls Shy. and all the nasty songs, she make them look like Barney. <laughs> and that was in 1923. Yes, yeah, Lucille. Yeah. Well, I have to see that though. Because I thought that. I you know how people play. I was like, I was say, if people play clips of her shit every now and again. I want to <laughs> play it so bad, but my title is really acting stupid today. But not for real, too. I think um, for me, it is like, like what Candace said. As far as like females searching for validation, like, I guess. Um, what I have found as far as like the double standard goes is very it's very important for you to find out what you're being plugged into because if you only if you only processing so much information at a time within a week that is going to change your thought process and then your thoughts become your words and your words become your actions so if you sitting up here listening to a media outlet such as Mr. Kevin Samuels who is out here on a world tour, <laughs> you know, and it, it is crazy because like 
his presentation it starts off nice. It starts off like, oh, he giving sense. But then it comes down and as... He starts talking that bullshit. Yeah, he gets to definitely, like, toxic masculinity through and through. He definitely gets to bashing females. Because his thing is, you women. You women do this. You women do that. Right. And it's like, how the fuck are you going to be on this platform and put all women in the category? And they're asking you for relationship advice. And all you telling them is, well, men have key to relationships and women only have access to sex that's kind of fucked up because i've seen so many women and i'm not gonna say i know the person but i've seen a lot of men decide okay boom i'm gonna be in a relationship now because of what this woman is bringing to the table Mm -hmm. and i think the narrative that even for that's always consistently being put out put out there about women is you have to be a certain type of women in order to get this type of um this this type of I don't know what am I trying to say? You got it. No, I don't. That's why I'm kind of not saying it. Um, I get what you're saying though. Uh, this type of are you talking about like a secure relationship type? Of? I get what you mean though, like with the women who are or who feel like they need that validation from a man. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yes. Yeah. Validation. It's ridiculous. It's kind of like what I said to our last topic when I said the submission equal successful relationship. So it's still... All it's like that's the the spider web, and those things are all attached, or like that's the tree, and all these things are the branches. It, it still comes back full circle around to this male species having this 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 plateau of what you have to reach to secure me, because if you look at how society puts men and women, they say, well. Man can survive. Man, you know, he founded fire, created fire and, and shit like that. And women need men to survive when really it's the other way around. Biblically speaking, again, God wouldn't have brought Eve down if he figured men can handle the shit. Like, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I know I'm not. But if that's the case, and then I feel like if more women started valuing themselves, fuck the value of a man, if they started valuing themselves, then they would see like, okay, whatever that dope doofus, whatever y'all say his name is speaking, you wouldn't have, like if you got, you got a plethora of women seeking advice, that's a problem in itself. Why are you seeking advice? That, that right there lets me know, okay, either father wasn't in the home, they didn't have their father, they didn't have somebody that they could look up to that was like a role model as a father because you're seeking advice from this doofus you ain't never met who's going to tell you not how you and a man equally should approach a relationship to have a successful relationship. He's going to tell you what you need to do and how you need to behave. The fuck? the Behave? The last time somebody told me to behave, I was a fucking kid. You're not going to tell me as an adult, oh, you got to behave like this, Miss Candace, or, or you're not going to get that type of relationship. Fuck out of here, then. I don't want it. 
I have an older brother. I have two older brothers. And it's so funny that both of them and their own. One of my oldest. My oldest brother is literally 20 years older than me. My other brother, he's four years, four and a half years older than me. And both of them on their own time have come to me and asked me questions about females. And about how should they approach this female. My brother, who's four years older than me. Literally, he's he's talking to this girl, and you know, he could have been a player, but he my mama raised him right. Pull it out like that. My mama raised him right, and he showed me this big box of like roses, like the shit you see on Instagram. Like this box probably costs like a hundred dollars roses. He's gonna give to her for Valentine's Day. And, like, I be making jokes because I would tell him, I was like, you know, back in my day, as if I'm older than him, I was like, you know, I was a real true met. I ain't had to, you know, I had people going up to the store buying me all types of shit. But he was just telling me, like, just kind of telling me about her. He was like, she's strong, will, independent, and all this stuff. So when we got into discussion about her, it pretty much was like, you know, I know she has some insecurities, but I don't dwell on that. Like, I pull out the things that make her, you know, show her that she's really powerful. And so when you have dudes to try to, or like whack-ass Samuels, try to tell a woman like, yo, this is how you gotta be, or don't come out being yourself, that right there is a fuck-up. And any woman seeking advice or any man saying, yup, he right, he right, that ain't no man. That ain't no man Because a real man Like I've even tested niggas Just to see this shit And I didn't care which one they, Way they went You know regardless to me I don't know Maybe I'm like I'm in my Michael Myers Fuck your feelings um, I tested niggas just to see What their reaction was And I like put on some Really short shorts A swimsuit top And I'm like Yo what you think about this They was like Yo you look good And it was no It wasn't no No disrespectful shit They were like yo So can I take you out Or can I buy you this Or can you do this I ain't have to give up shit I, And when I say I ain't give up shit Like I'm not even Just talking about saying I ain't give up No fellatio Ain't no finger popping Ain't nothing And I had niggas At my line Line up like Yo let me do this for you Let me do this Not expecting nothing So when you do see that And you have all these women Like well, what should I do What should I do Like they really need to go and have a talk with themselves or maybe, you know, get a psychologist or something, a therapist, because that issue is within themselves. Because a real woman knows, like, fuck I look like taking... The most person that's going to give me advice is God and my daddy. And if I don't agree with my daddy, then shit, fuck him. I'm going to have problems, but I'm just going to have to hear what God got to say. But regardless of that, like, when you do have women trying to figure out, like... Well, I really like this dude, but I don't know, like, should I wear this? It's 98 degrees outside, but I just got with this dude, so I'm going to wear some long pants and a long sleeve shirt. I know bitches that's done this. Yep. And I have friends that literally tell me, like, yo, man's let you come outside like that. What the fuck? What the fuck you mean? Nigga, I'm grown. I slap him with some money and we end up in an Ike and Tina situation. Like, don't play with me. But they would be dead ass serious. Like, girl, once you, when you get in a real relationship, you're not going to wear no pants that really show the shape of your ass. And I just sit in my head like, daddy issues. Like, literally, that's what comes to my head. Right. <laughs> like, for real. A very long relationship with the same person. And not once 
has he said to me, um, your shorts too short or um, your pants too tight or why are you wearing this crop top? Because one, he already know how I am. Two, he he respects me. So when a man, I, I've talked to guys who literally said some wild shit to me. Like, oh no, go back in the house and change. My daddy's sitting in the living room and he let me walk out the house. And my daddy will kill any nigga that even look at me wrong. So I think I'm good. But I've literally had dudes say shit to me. I've had females say, like what you just said, oh, your man let you wear that? First of all, I wear what the fuck I want. But my man is secure enough to know that I'm with him. If you want to cheat on your man or whoever you with, it don't fucking matter what you have on. I could be in a full-ass jogging suit. Black jogging suit. Like, I'm about to go rob somebody. Looking like I'm about to go rob somebody. That's the but cheat really outfit. Everybody know that. I'm about to go cheat on my nigga. That's the cheat outfit because you ain't wearing panties in that jogging <laughs> suit. It don't matter no what you got on. If you want to have sex with somebody I'm else. naked underneath that, John. You don't have sex with somebody else. <laughs> That's just like... When, a, when a, a parent who got a 16-year-old don't bring nobody up in this house, if I want to have sex at 16 years old, I'm going to have sex at 16 years old, whether I'm in the bathroom at my school, in the backseat of a Jeep under the street lights. I'm going to have sex. Like, I ain't going to have sex in my parents' house. If I want to have sex at 16 years old, it's going to happen. So it don't really matter what you have on whether you in a relationship or not, if you want to cheat on somebody, it uh, it don't matter. Oh, I got on black jogging pants today, so I guess I can't bust it wide open. <laughs> like, no, that shit don't make no sense. It don't make no sense at all that people or or guys think that way. Like, no, like whack ass Samuels. That's what we gonna call him. Whack ass Samuels <laughs> had the audacity to tell this woman. You are, you a strong six. So you can't be expecting to date a man that's a 10 because you're not even a seven. First of all, nigga, you ugly as shit. So who are you to tell this woman that she a strong six? To her, she might be a 10. To some other nigga, she might be a 10. Just because you look at her and think she a six and then you tell her your expectation's too high because you only a strong six. And I'm giving you that at most. Like what? Who the hell made you God to tell me you are the the great king that tells me, oh, I'm a strong six, so I can't expect to date a strong eight or a ten. Like what is what is this still elementary school? Were we rating the, the people in our classroom? Like the fact that this man and he got such a big platform, this nigga going on tour. And the fucked up thing about it is What does he tours, look like? Do I have I seen ugly, don't worry. No, I know that, but like have <laughs> I seen him before? I like I I heard that is he bald or something? I don't think he bald, but like I don't I don't even know how I well probably because other people What's that black him? dude, like the muscular dude that be talking with the waves? He be like dudes, like dudes hate him because he usually be. It's hate. not him. I can't think of his name. I, this dude. His name is uh, Derek John. Or something. Okay, not him. not him. All right. But yeah, is Kevin Smith? Is he the one that like used to be like a comedian or something? No, he's oh, an old guy he from Atlanta. 
Does he have dreadlocks? No, his clip was oh. in the shade room. That's a lot of niggas then just giving ago, advice. He told this lady she was average at best. Wow. Yeah, and told her she can't be a Cause she, You know, she had all this stuff under her belt. And she was like, you know, his thing is, his platform is women, like, literally with credentials and all ass businesses, they still single, they dating, so they going to him for a relationship advice. And he's, like, telling them, like, the reason why you can't get a man is because, yes, you successful, and yes, you got this going on, but a woman like you, these type of men going for it don't want, like, based off of how you look. And that's, like, that's and horrible then, and he, it's so... The only thing that I be like, okay, you got a point there is when he talk about, like, you know, high-value men not going to talk to you about your money. Okay, cool. But a man is still going to be a man. You can't be telling women mm-hmm. that... They don't look good enough to receive a man in this college. Right. That's absolutely like out of bounds. That's disgusting. Because you're trying to reach that level yourself with yeah. these YouTube videos. Yeah, so, exactly. So yeah, if you, it's levels to the shit. Do you even know? So if you tell a woman that, so are you saying something to the women that's staying in the plastic surgery, cosmetic surgeon office. And that's why I don't oh, like Oh, he talks about them too. He so so like, how are you so explain to me, me? It seems like his whole thing is he just hates women. Black because women. When you, black women, yes. Because when you, like I've heard him say shit to what they call the Instagram girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, well you look a certain way. You look this way. Yeah, you got your titties up. You got your ass done. Your face look nice. I'm going to give you a 10 based off of looks. Looks. But what else do you have going for you? Oh, do you have a job? Do you have a career? Do you have money? Don't no man want you. They not gonna, They don't want to be with you because what are you bringing to the table? But then on the flip side, he turn around and tell the woman who he says look average that, well, don't no man want you because, first of all, you reaching too high. Mm-hmm. You only Staying your a lane. strong six. You look average. Yeah, you might have your own money. You might have a career. You might not need a man for money. But then he'll turn around and say, but also, you know, men don't really want a woman who's making that much money. Like, first of all, bro, <laughs> pick one. You can't be telling the Instagram baddie one thing, and then you telling the chick that you claim is average another thing. You pick one. To me, it sounds like he just hates black women. Well, that's what it sounds like to me, too, because he literally had, the only time I've seen him say a woman had a good point was he did Tommy Lauren and he said a lot of y'all could take advice from Tommy Lauren because she was talking about her dating stage. crazy ass and Tommy you know love and hip hop no, no the white lady Child, what the it's fuck? a whole ass the white lady who got mad at Wale yeah. think Wale want her he like I don't want you he cracker he said, no, he literally has a video on YouTube, like, a lot of, I know a lot of y'all don't like her, I know a lot of y'all don't care for what she got to say, but a lot of you women can learn from Tommy Lauren and her friends. And I was just kind of like, learn from her? I'm but curious. that's why I said it's, it's typically his, it comes off that you just have a problem with black women alone, because he has mentioned in his other videos, like, hey, I've been married before twice. Yeah, you know, all this other stuff. His dating history says it. But for you to bring up Tommy Lauren out of all people, <laughs> it ain't like this bitch is a 
relationship advisor. She literally is into politics. This is a video that I haven't even seen. So you obviously got to be fucking following her to know that she posted this. But he literally dissected her whole video. And she was just talking about, like, you know, regular stuff that we want as females. Like, don't text me if you want to have a conversation. But that's the thing. She was saying basic shit. But you gave this woman, like, a whole pedestal right. to feel like she was on some new age, you know, some new age shit that we all women are just right. tolerating, just to tolerate. And I'm like, at this point, so you need to make a page for how men should treat women. Because the shit you're talking to us about has nothing to do with why they the still single. the person for anybody, man, woman, child, to take advice from. Yeah. That man is fucked up in the head. And he is. He be talking to people crazy. The way he has this platform is so messed up. And I mean, you know what? I've seen more women support this man than I've seen men support this man. And that that's why I was getting to too. It's that's why crazy. it's always it is. It's like, like for me saying to women, "This is what men want." But the majority of your supporters are not men. That's the thing, If too. this is really what or how men view I know so many guys that are outstanding, upstandable, great men. Mm -hmm. We're not out here bashing men. There are some fucked up ones, just like it's some fucked up females out here. Mm -hmm. But there are so many great men out here. But for this man, Wackass Samuels, to be saying, this is what men want. You got to lower your your expectations. Mm -hmm. You got to lower your expectations because you were strong six. You don't deserve the best because, I'm sorry, God made your nose too wide. So you don't deserve the best. You got to lower your expectations. And for women to be supporting this man, you have more women supporting him than men. That fucking says a lot. That's what's so fucked up about women in this world and society. Like, that shit don't even make sense. No, for real, too. Because that's why I had said in the beginning of this, like, I feel like, in my opinion, a lot of women enable this double standard. Like, you could definitely be a woman on your own. You can walk in a room by your damn self. Mm -hmm. And it takes the right person of the a male could be like oh she thinks she all that and a woman be like mm. and it just it'll make a man feel like oh yeah we not wrong for how we feel and shit especially when it comes down to other women being comfortable with themselves and then another woman watching that and feeling insecure about it it's yeah. like why not it's no secret to why it's like why does women why do women have such a hard time with expressing their sexuality? Because it's probably somebody across the room that's just like, oh yeah, we gonna enable that just to make me look good. It's just about how I feel about myself. So That's like, for example, going back a couple years ago when Kim Kardashian was posting like the semi-nude photos of herself on Instagram, people was coming at her left and right bashing her. Mm -hmm. But just a week ago, Trey Songz pretty much admitted to putting his dick out on Instagram. And did I look? Hell yeah, I looked. 
But still, I was trying to sell that video. I screen recorded because I really want to capitalize. I want to sell it. I want people to cash at me for the video. That's really my whole thing. Like, yo, I got the video on the low. Like, hit me up if you want to see it. It wasn't like you had to be like, is this Trey? I don't know. Like, you knew it was Trey song. From the way he talked, giving him head in the video. And the thing is, like, nobody was coming at him from out of field on this shit. But you got people that are coming a a female sideways, coming a celebrity female sideways because she posted semi naked pictures on the internet. Like, what's so fucking crazy? This whole Kim Kardashian and Ray J sex tape, they both were involved. They both consented to having sex, but the person who got the flat for the sex tape was okay. Kim. But Ray she J got paid off that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, she did get paid, but people talk something. No, I know shit what you said, but I'm saying, like, the tables turned. God used it for good. A part of this yeah. tape that she was. God took some evil and turned it around for good for her. her that's, no, it ain't even about her getting paid. She became literally fucking dynasty off that she shit. And Ray J is just Princess Love's ex fiance, baby daddy. Right. Y'all know. It's just crazy, like how they came at her. That's still coming at her. Love. It just processed that is. This whole bitch Trash. <laughs> Tristan. Look like he could have been a female. But they blamed her because he cheated. <laughs> I'm telling you, he does. Tristan looked like he could have been a bad bitch. I think he tried. I do. 
No, he don't even. It ain't even gay. He just literally, he literally <laughs> looked like he like. I that swear. is what we really here to talk about. He looked like he could have been a bad bitch. But, like, Might have been a bad bitch. Like they blame Chloe. Tristina. They blame Chloe for she did me like the worst for him cheating on her, <laughs> and even the little sister friend. What's the girl name? Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. They bashed Jordan. He was just as much a part of uh, the her. shit as she was. Mm-hmm. Like I did see some people say, you know, good morning world to everybody except Tristan. But <laughs> but at the same time, they did kind of put it was throw her out there first. on her. Like mm-hmm. we get it, y'all hate the Kardashians. We get it, okay. I know it's a lot of stuff to hate them for, myself included. I don't hate nobody, but it's just it's so crazy how women get blamed for so much shit that men are just as much involved in, mm-hmm. and it like. It's, it's it, a lot of alloys that planned. Yeah. I guess that's what we're getting into. They blamed it for the Mark was smoking crack. The Mark Owen was smoking crack before he was smoking crack with Daryl Strawberry. Right there. He was, right? He was. smoking crack out of nowhere. And they don't do it alone. They do it together. Niggas don't do that out of nowhere. That's why I'm like, they do it together. Dennis Rodman probably was with them. Billionaire, like you know what? I'm fucking smoking crack. Yeah, smoking crack. Been smoking crack. I just, I elevated in my amount of crack I'm smoking. Now I'm smacking some some good crack with more cocaine in it and a side of heroin. Just throw that all that shit in the mixing pot. But it's but yeah, it's crazy how like. Women get blamed for shit or look down upon when niggas out here doing the same shit. Like, what is so wrong with me owning my sexuality? If I want to go out here and have sex with however many men and I'm not in no committed relationship, and bust it wide open. I'm protecting myself, I'm using condoms and all that. What the fuck does it matter to you? What's that song, like, Chris? I'm not checking um, my pussy every day. I'm not checking your dick every day. What's so that song, Christina? Um, Christina Aguilera <laughs> had with Lil Kim, cause that's what it made me think about. Uh, some Rouge, my Rouge or something. No, not that one. It was. Oh, it's man. literally about pretty much double standard. Um, I hear the song playing in my head. I see the video in my head. I know. I hear the beat, but pretty much like she saying like. What you saying as far as how uh dudes still try to have this this whole like oh you can't do this you can't do that I can do this you can't do that type shit when it comes to this narrative of your sexuality like right. you can't be this strong woman you know you you can't what's so crazy is dudes say this but can no black woman walk in a, a line of men, not even just black men, just men in general, wearing something really sexy and just walking in her power without some dude trying to grab at her, say something to her, but let a female do that to a dude. Yeah. 
Dude, they have a problem with. I know, cause I did this to a dude one day, and this literally fucked me up for a whole like month. Cause he smiled at me. He was smiling at me, and then I looked at him like, "Nigga, what you smiling? There ain't nobody touch you." And I guess he got mad that I was trying to fuck with his mental. Then his face turned into the Grinch, like he was gonna come after me. That shit. What happened was, we was downtown, and me and my sister, we used to. Neither one of us was in a relationship. I don't forgive a fuck if I was. Like it was funny. We would approach dudes like how dudes you be at the club and dude grab your hand and pull. Right. Well, we was looking there and we was doing that shit. We was grabbing ass. We was grabbing ass. Like, I was about to get arrested. Ass, <laughs> we was and grabbing ass. shit. Oh, yeah. But what happened was, next time, let me feel. My sister grabbed ass. Well, I was like, what up, baby? Yeah. He, <laughs> he, 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 he liked it. Was he was feeling the fuck out of that shit. But I played him like... Like, I played him like I was look like I looked at him like like how niggas look at a girl that they ain't attracted to. I looked at him like like you got me fucked up like I ain't checking for you. And then when he got that sense, he looked at me like, oh bitch, so you just gonna put your hands on me? Yeah, yes. like like in his Absolutely. face, his whole aura changed. Didn't like, stop the cop though. No, I stopped the cop because oh, I said I'm smart, nigga. I know who I could pimp on my side. Like, he was following me around like mad? he got mad. Wow. Got mad because my sister grabbed this nigga's ass. I put hands on and him. And then she <laughs> you continued did. on. She didn't continue on with, you know, like getting his number or whatever. No. And he got upset like. Oh, so you're not going to take my number now? You just me. molesting me in public? I was to say. You say you mad because you... Pretty much, but I'm not telling y'all to do that. I'm just saying that just still that goes back to like what we saying. Like, I don't, I don't have to have nobody tell me like, oh, Candy or Coco, you can do this, you can wear that, you can go there. Like, I'm not sitting up here, um, waiting to be, you know, waiting to say yes, sir, no, sir. Like, I'm not, and I feel like you do have so many women that, like I said, subconsciously still have this in their head, like. But if we just going, say for example, it's 90 degrees outside and we going downtown, whatever, it's a busy day, it's on the weekend, y'all know how Detroit do it on a Saturday and shit, y'all downtown, you like, mm, but I know it's going to be a lot of niggas, so I don't want to wear that because, you know, niggas might get real wild and then it might be jealous, bitch, and then you got to go downtown with this, all this, or wherever you going, in your head, like, okay, well, let me not wear this, because this, I'm going to attract this type of attention, or I'm going to have this type of attention, or this is going to happen to me, and all in all, it's like, you arguing with yourself whether you should wear some short shorts or a fucking summer dress with the back out, because of this whole narrative of you gon' you gonna bring in the wrong attention. You looking too sexual. But a nigga could be out here with some joggers on and if he got a print, I know my eyes looking. I don't give a fuck. I'm disrespecting you respectfully. I'ma look at that print. That's the same thing as a chick got some titties and she got her nipples pierced. And I know, because my nipples used to be pierced. So I know the whole like you can't sit up here and say like, okay. You 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 can't wear that as a female because you gonna you gonna bring whatever happens to you happens to you and you can't get mad if it's something negative. But dudes be walking around here without their shirt on, 
They still got nipples. Dudes be walking out here with joggers on. They still got dicks. Like, we can still see them. I'm objectifying you still at the end of the day. But I don't feel like, okay, because you wearing that, oh, you not husband material. Like, if I see that print, I'm going to marry you even more. I'm like, damn, man. We're going to get to the personality. Mm. Nice to meet you. But I'm saying, like, you can't, for the dude, wackily wack Samuels to say what he said to that woman. Like, okay, everything that y'all said about him pretty much let me know that either he got hurt by some black woman or his mama wasn't sufficiently there. Because, my dude, you've been divorced twice. In no occurrence did you ask, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because you got two different... I'm pretty sure after the first woman, he went to the stream and got somebody he felt that was completely opposite from that last woman he was with. And she was okay with y'all splitting up. So that makes it look like... But then, what the fuck did you do? First of all... Who, why are you taking advice from somebody who's been divorced twice or three exactly. times? Exactly. That's my thing. Man, woman, whoever. Why I don't do you give a fuck if I don't give a fuck if I just it's just a plethora of piece of shit dudes coming in my way. I'm still if I'm, if I'm single. I'm not about to give some girl that's going through some shit in her relationship because I'm really gonna tell you like who the fuck am I to tell you, bitch? I'm single, so shit. I, I can respect myself enough to say like, look, I don't know if I have it all right. I could, I could not, but I'm not about to sit up here and say, well, girl, this what you and your man need to do. Bitch, I ain't even got a man, so what the fuck am I going to tell you? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So that, like, with, with him saying that and then skip the relationship part, the fact that you're trying to, you're tearing down a woman who I'm pretty sure she probably might have learned from her mom or her role models in her community that, like, hey, babe, go to school, get your shit, get all your shit together. You got your own business. You're going to tear her down on her looks but then you want to go tear down the girls with their looks. So really your whole agenda is I just want to tear down a black woman. Because you don't, you have a problem with the girls that you feel like, oh, her body is bought. If her body look good, her body look good. I don't give a fuck if she was born with it or bought it. I don't care. But you're going to tell her like, well, you can't get this. You can't secure this sufficiently. That man not going to respect you because you're an Instagram chick. But then you got the girl who's either a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. She got her own business. She doing her own shit. Yeah, but you know, you don't have that type of, you know, figure eight shape. Your face is not, you know, symmetrically like the Greeks would say it. So you're not that cute. So then what really is the issue? Really your point of what you're pointing at is you're black, you're black, y'all both females. I was screwed over by two females. I fucking hate y'all. So let me tear down y'all in a nice way where people think like, oh, he's just uplifting. Like, no, there's nothing uplifting about that. And the fact that that dude even have a platform is just... That's what's mind-boggling. It's hilarious. They give anybody a platform. When dude was making fun of him, the video I saw today, making fun of him, the lady who was um, doing the skit with him, he was <laughs> saying, crazy, he was saying the shit that whack-ass Samuels was actually saying. And then the lady who was in the skit with him, she had this tray of cocaine. It wasn't real cocaine. <laughs> she was like, this is what you do to me. You making me just want to kill myself. Is there? She asking her son or her fake son. 
Is there a gun in the house? Because I just need to kill myself. Because I'm never going to get anybody. Because I'm just not even, I'm not even average. And he just going back and forth like, see, that's your problem. Her son, or her fake son, was giving her tissue to wipe her nose. He was like, see, that's your problem. You treat your son like your husband. Because he's giving you tissue. Like... The fact that no this guy that is making fun of you, but this is the shit that you actually say. And we hearing it from this comedian, and we laughing at it, but in actuality, this is exactly the shit that you saying to these women. And these women, I don't get why these women keep coming to this man for advice. I'm not going to lie. Because when I first heard about my mans, I kind of was just like, well, let me just watch majority of these videos to see why you got about <laughs> But it's so many people, like, like how we talking about it now, I feel like he is using the momentum that he's upsetting women for them to call in and then be like, oh, we, like, he'll put, set them up some mm -hmm. type of way. Put them on blast like well that's your personal problem like one girl it really was nothing even wrong with her she just was like um my friend told me about your videos and i just wanted to know like this that, and the other and his ass literally like was like well first of all you need to he just went on the friend like she was so decent she was okay she he couldn't say shit about her he was like but women like you need to he literally i think he titled it pretty girls don't need friends and literally, he was telling the girl, like, this is why I have to hang up on your ass because you let your ugly ass friend put you in this position. He did not say it like that. But he but was just kind of like, well, I ain't got much to say to you, but let's see your friend. I, don't, I wasn't really watching the video. I was kind of listening to it. So I'm mm -hmm. not sure if the friend actually put her face on the camera. But from what I heard, he, was just, he hung up on him like. And he was like, see, that's when we all uh, women fought. Y'all be pretty and then y'all friends be average. You know, this is that another. And I'm like, oh, he one of those. Like, you broadcasting them? What, what are you saying? So, hmm. This man is just. He, you know what? He we, old though, so I We giving him too much time. So too anyway, much. that's what your topic was about. <laughs> So, yeah. how do you, um, what's the topic? Let me go back to it. Um, what, why is it a problem when women own, or for a woman to own her sexuality? Or why is it seen as a double standard? I see it, why is it a double standard? My bad, y'all. Um, so... We already pretty much, like, we know the whole double standard shit, but, like, how do you... On your sexuality. Like, what is your definition of owning your own sexuality? Just, like, first of all, I'm in a relationship, so I'm not about to be out here having sex with nobody else at all anyway. But if I were single and I was horny, <laughs> you know, I'm going to do what I, I'm going to do what I want to do, pretty much. And I'm not going to let nobody tell me oh or you shouldn't do that you know that's not ladylike or whatever they may say or ain't no man gonna want you if you you know out here being sam from sex in the city no i'm gonna do what the fuck i want 
if I'm single. If I'm not in no committed relationship, I don't have no boyfriend, I don't have no husband, and I'm single, I'm going to do what I want. I will protect myself, definitely, mm-hmm. but I want to do what I want. And I'm not going to let no man make me feel like I'm less of a human being for doing the same thing that you do. Mm-hmm. Because like I said before, it's okay for a man to go out here and have sex with whoever and they look there like, oh, he the man, he getting all the hoes. <laughs> but a woman go out here and do the same thing and she's protecting herself, they look at her as a whore. Y'all really need to read what the fucking definition of a hoe and a whore is. A hoe You're is whore. a tool that you use when you garden it. A whore <laughs> is somebody like, like Candace said, someone who has an adulterous affair or someone who sleeps with a prostitute. That's the other. That's, they didn't even call a prostitute a whore. They call a person who sleeps with a prostitute a whore. That's what the definition of it is. But yeah, just you, like I said, going back to the second episode, you got to really love yourself first so that you know what you will and what you won't accept from not just a man but from anybody and when you finally love yourself you can own not just your sexuality you can own whatever it is that you want within your own personal life so that's you know that's my take on it I want to own people Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. I wanna have I wanna have a room full of white people doing what I tell no. But how I own my sexuality <laughs> is like I'm I'm comfortable. Like when I look at my definition, because everybody's definition is going to be different, but my definition of owning my sexuality is like being comfortable with any and everything. That's like, it's not even, doesn't even have to be like sex. I mean, it could be sexual related, but like, for example, women feel like it's so taboo to talk about masturbating. Like, whatever. Masturbation is needed. Okay, I do it and I don't feel no shame in it, and that's why I feel like I (laughs) I really don't. Like, I know I can get myself there a lot quicker than most niggas, so I'm like, okay, I'm good, you know. I mean, my last he could get me there a couple times, but still, it's like I don't feel like, oh, I should, oh, I I shouldn't. Like, for example, I got this toy off Amazon, y'all, y'all would love it. And <laughs> I was reading the reviews. The shit was so funny because the reviews was like, this one lady was like, I came like over and over and over. And I was like, well, shit, I'm so, I'm going to buy it. But <laughs> it was just so funny because I'm like, how the fuck do you leave a review for like a sex toy? But like, for me, it's like, you just knowing who you are, comfortable in who you are, not feeling like you got to answer to somebody, whether you're in a relationship or not in a relationship. Um, just, just being free. And I could, I could truly say like, I've always felt free. Like I never felt like, you know, too much scared because I didn't look at it as people over sexualize things. People sexualize things in general. Yeah. So when you had that mindset of where you're like sexualizing everything is like, oh, like when dumbass dudes say you a man can't eat a banana. Like 
you're sexualizing fruit now, mm-hmm. motherfucker. Right. Like that's protein. That's gonna help you get thick in the areas you thinking about. But if you thinking about scarfing down dick, then you got something else on your mind that you ain't ready to bring to attention. So like but just when it comes to all of that, like I'm truly comfortable. Like I don't have like I said, I'm not into women, but I do find women beautiful. I do find women sexy, but I don't look at a woman like Oh, I want to get in a relationship with her. No, I love men. I think about my guts being bad. I, some of the things I think about it, I would do with my man. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if we could say this shit over air. But I'm just saying, like, when you really get to that comfortable spot, it's like, okay, I, you don't have an issue with having a conversation with anybody in regards to it or you don't feel like well if I'm talking to somebody and I'm like well you know these are the things I like you don't have to have this glooming cloud over your head like you being judged and I think women are so used to being judged that they enter every situation thinking like well what can I do and what can I not do and who's gonna approve and I'm like get rid of all that shit like you approve of your own motherfucking self and then you just let somebody tag along that's like I concur bitch like I approve with you too like and and if they don't man fuck them as long as you happy with you and this you you don't have to talk about sex I feel like you should though because people that are typically more open are usually the healthier ones. It's the ones that be kind of like snooty and then don't talk about that shit and then they end up like willy lump lump. And y'all know if y'all seen Minister Society, y'all know about that statement. They end up with all types of viruses and shit because they try to sneak that shit and they don't want to take into account. Like, you grown. Handle that shit. So, that's that's my personal take. Yeah. You have to be comfortable with yourself. I really appreciate my mom that like being little and growing up with I had both my parents in the house but my mom was a very free spirit so I never looked at my body as an issue I've always been very comfortable in my skin because of her like even you know kids don't make fun of you they find something to make fun of you with regardless when you're little but when, you know, been in elementary school and kids made fun of me for whatever reason, I just looked at them like, oh, you just mad because you don't look like me. And I would hear my mom and my grandma and my daddy in my head saying, like, you're beautiful, this, that, and the other. Don't let nobody tell you otherwise. I went, oh, fourth grade, I had to wear glasses. And kids lit me up for it. But I thought I was ashamed. I'm like... Nigga, these Ralph Lauren glasses, okay? My glasses cost more than your whole fit. I look fly. I'm in the fourth grade. <laughs> like, you just mad because you, you mad because your daddy can't afford them. That's how I looked at it. <laughs> so I just always, like like my sister said, just always been very, you got to be comfortable in your own skin. There's nothing wrong with getting yourself there. There's nothing wrong with masturbation. There's nothing wrong with However you get it, as long as you protect yourself, keep yourself safe, and you're not out here cheating on nobody. But like she said, that's what a whore or a hoe is to me. When you're going after somebody else's significant other, whether you're a man or a woman, you could be in, you could be gay, straight, bi, whatever. You're going after somebody else that's in a committed relationship. That's a hoe to me. So, yeah. How about you though, Ari? 
I I ain't gonna play with you. I'm very stingy with it, so I usually just work on myself and then <laughs> pop out being sexy when the time comes because I just like that. Like I actually enjoy when people be underestimating. Like hell oh, yeah. That's what you look like under autumn clothes. Right. Yeah, like I've been working on this shit. Yeah. So I kind of just try to always keep in mind that like this is the this is the body I'm you know in charge of. This is right. mine. So I, I like to encourage other women to have pride for themselves. Yeah. You gonna you only gonna lose you know you only gonna look like this one at the time you know. So our bodies go through so many changes. So why not like right. I'm. I'm personally stingy with my good girl. You're not about to just right. You know, but yeah. I'm saying like you know, what I mean? especially like, in this age, people like think it's okay to just be like, oh yeah, they attractive, they this, they that. Like I'm in, I'm yes, I'm in a relationship now. But if I wasn't, you niggas gonna have to try. Like come at me with the best of the best, mm-hmm. and you might have to do a backflip to get this shit. So just off the simple fact that I know somebody else could possibly just right. give it to you. So that's fine with me. Right. That's, that's, that's definitely okay. like going back to what I was talking about when me and my sister, when the, the chicks, the hoes in our neighborhood would talk so much shit about us. Mm-hmm. It was because we looked a certain way, but we wasn't giving it up to right. nobody. Right. Like, no, nigga, I don't care. Nigga, I'm celebrating now. It's been a damn almost a year. <laughs> You're not getting my kitty cat. I'm not giving it to you because you don't deserve it. Show me you deserve it. And even if you show me you deserve it, you still probably not going to get it. So that's how I own mine. So I took them up to the Olympics. Want this? (laughs) Come and get it. My little significant other right now, we are doing a great job (laughs) with just being content with each other. But like even with that alone, I like a person that's going to put me up to the same challenge. Like my boyfriend... He, he didn't give a fuck about how bad I, we both was attracted to each other. Like, we had to literally get to know each other before we even gave each other that time. So, that's how I own my sexuality. Yeah. Just making sure I do be like, okay, you do got some shit to possess at the end of the day. And a lot of, you know, people might want it. So, take care of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely gotta take care of it. Take mm-hmm. care of your health, your well-being, all together. Your mental health, your physical, sexual health. Emotional health, spiritual health. Mm-hmm. Take get all that shit in order before you, you know, pursue somebody or whatever. Yeah, you have to. I'm glad y'all did use this uh, narrative t- narrative today because I feel like I've been waiting on uh, a topic like this to talk about. Well, it only gets nastier. She said it only gets nasty. See, I wasn't even talking about the nasty part. I was just saying. It gets nasty. We're going to go from talking about why is it a double standard to how to break the headboard. See, today, I was about to say, this ain't nasty. This is normal. This is is needed. This is a transition from the end of January's topic to the fabs. (laughs) Let me show you how to keep this. You, oh, that ain't even gotta be sexual. That could be on some cycle shit. You first, you put wood on the door and lock them, telling them you, you know ain't what? leaving. You got a basement, me. and then just like <laughs> tell him I got some secret down there in the basement, I'm and then like, he I'm just like, don't yeah. ever come back up. <laughs> like, right? You can keep him. I mean, you ain't just, you ain't describe what type of way you trying to keep him. You just he kept that nigga kept. 
I mean, I'm always here for learning. I was following you. <laughs> I was following you. I'm just saying, he'll be into it eventually. You just, you gave him some good, good, and some food. Three six five DNI. Three six five days Netflix, and I think that movie's still on there. You see how that shit works out in Europe? Y'all have seen it? No, no, I haven't. Please watch it. We're the second person in this. That's why I said I'm open to learn. Three six five. Look, it's I'm not mad at you. 365 days or 365 it's not DNA, DNA no more because people oh, ain't understand. So they probably <laughs> saying DNA. <laughs> Today's. It's on Netflix. Look, it's, he he was even on the previews. It came up immediately. Girl, look, he had my mindset it and look how it worked. Well, you know, we don't know if they're making a part two or not. So, but overall, it worked out. I have a question since Valentine's Day is coming. I know you do. That's why I thought I might bring it to this table. So, it's, you know, y'all gotta say y'all sign in the wildest experience you've had. Not the wild. Now we don't have to be explicit. It could shit could go left too, like some shit well, at the fan. This piss on Mindy. <laughs> okay. Okay. I guess you I narrowed it down. Oh, I did not want to talk about. I didn't you want to say it up. up. You brought it up. So the, I'm a Leo. The wildest experience I've had. That is going to be a topic I have for next huh? week. You, so I, we can go into it next week. We I was going to say, find out I, next I, time I on Dragon Ball Z. I show you. I was like, that was a topic. Okay, <laughs> listen. Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Why not say the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, just like, give us a brief on it. Briefly. And we could really get into it next week. That's my favorite show. Y'all, okay, so this is the only reason why Say, say your sign because the wild shit that happened to me was my pride got hurt. <laughs> what was the person's sign? Or you don't want to say? I don't want to say because <laughs> levels to this shit, so they might be like, oh, that was me. So, no. <laughs> um, let's see. But y'all, okay, so boom, y'all ever pull, popped up on somebody mm-hmm. and it didn't go the way you wanted it to? Mm. Like you popped up, they let you in the house of everything. Mm-hmm. You absolutely dressed up. It could be cosplay, but it is Halloween, so you <laughs> got to do on Halloween. Yeah. Okay. And you all dressed up. You was you got dressed in the house. No, I gotta say the story till next okay. week. Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> but can't stand you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cause y'all said we gonna talk about it next week, and I didn't want to follow. Oh, you're good. Oh no, you good. I'm definitely gonna remind you, but okay. You <laughs> <laughs> want me to tell what happens at the end, or no? You can, cause I mean, you probably got more, like, so you could go right. into it. Uh, you're unfortunate issue, not this. Oh, Ain't nothing happened though. Not give y'all no story till next week. <laughs> oh damn! Ain't nothing happened. That's the truth. That's the truth. Literally, like y'all ever had. The only reason why I brought it up because you know I got a leak. I'm Leo. Mm-hmm. I'm probably getting away. Didn't go as expected. But that's why I was like, what's the wildest shit that ever happened? 
That shit fucks with me because I'm like, I be hearing people's stories and they be like. Oh, see, when you said wild shit, I was thinking something else. We was probably thinking the same thing. Like, I thought That's you, why I said it don't have like, to be good, but. Because I got both, like, on both sides, but I'm thinking, you know, the holiday coming up. So I'm thinking, like, wild is a sexual wild, experience or some go? type shit. I should tell you all. Don't tell nobody shit. <laughs> Find out next time on Dragon Ball. Um, <laughs> let me think. Listen. She got seniority in this. That's a, <laughs> that's a lot. Um, okay. I'm trying to think. I got to pinpoint. My wild experiences have been amazing. I'm at, you know, it's Mickey. I'm an Aquarius. Uh... Yeah, I'll just have to let y'all know next week because I got too many to pick from. So I got to think about this. Which one I'm going to tell y'all? Well, since I guess I'm the next person to go. Coco here. And I'm a Virgo. And y'all know what they say about Virgos. We aim to please. We are like perfectionists in everything. So since we'll be, you know, diving into it more next week, I'll just let y'all know. That one of my favorite movies is Fifty Shades of Grey. And I have no hangups about anything he does. So we could just touch that <laughs> next week. <laughs> I was going to say that movie 365, 365 Days is like Fifty Shades of Grey. But it kind of makes... No, it's days. not. It's different though. Because like if, for anybody to see the movie 365 Days, he doesn't do exactly... What Christian Grey does? It's a, like it's very it's this very sexual film, but you know, and not to really get like not even to touch on the plot, just not to really get off the topic. But like anybody who's read the Fifty Shades of Grey book and how do the lead star Christian Grey gets down is like some women and some people like found parts of it problematic. You know, some of the things he did. Um, I remember having this conversation with my mom and she was like, yeah, I could do a lot, but I wouldn't, you know, do some of the stuff or allow some of the stuff. And I'm like, I'm game. I'll do all of it. But yeah, we could touch on that uh, next week. So moving forward. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a fun topic. That will definitely be a fun topic. I might have a story for y'all from this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are, like, buried into your phones, but... I just picked up my phone. That's what I said. We move along. Um, I'm waiting on, you know, yeah, so that cover. Yeah, anything else to say about today's topic, or we good? I, I feel like we covered pretty much, like, you know, until women really just get in a comfortable, comfortable feeling, um... You got to get out that insecurity, you know, and with that insecurity sitting in you, you're going to always seek advice from 10 other vocal boxes other than yourself. So you're not going to be secure at yourself. You're always going to be looking to be told what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, what's, what you can do, what you cannot do. And until women stop always feeling like they got to be in competition with like it's the race of who's the best bitch. <sighs> Like, like literally, that's how it is. That's how I see it. Like, who's I'm? I'm number one. Like, no, I'm number one. So you got these bitches racing for the same lackey ass dude. 
to tell them like that's how I like my women done like until you get to the point where that's not on the table you're gonna always have this conversation of double standards come up because women just gonna always be seeking out that oh he he validates what I stand for and I'm gonna tell you something real quick when a nigga wanna hit he gonna validate whatever the fuck you could be in a fucking nun's dress okay if he can see that ass in between that dress and the dress going the ass cheek girl he validates you wearing a damn nun dress okay if you wear skimpy clothes as people like to call them or you dress pretty much naked and he think you look good enough to smash he gonna validate it so regardless of whatever you got on if the dude is really feeling you he not gonna try to validate it with dick he gonna talk to you regardless he gonna like you regardless now, I ain't telling you to go to church butt-ass naked because that's disrespecting God. But if it's 98 degrees, I said, I'm not telling you come out here with no turtleneck on like some of y'all girls like to do. So that's that's my my points on that. Yeah. Just love yourself. Validate yourself. Find value and worth in yourself from yourself. Don't look to other people for it. And once you do that, trust and believe the right people will come into your life. And then you will, you know, if you want to be in a relationship, you will get in one with the person who deserves to be with you. And they're not going to give you no flag or no insecure feeling or no bullshit like that. But that's all I have on that. Are you, you got anything on that? No, I really just enjoyed the subject alone. I still stand by a lot of what I said. Mm-hmm. Just off of, um, I don't know, I think people just gotta have more pride for themselves. Like, you can't just be saying, if you yeah. wanna wear what you wanna wear, if you wanna wear what you wanna wear, if you wanna represent yourself like that, you shouldn't care about somebody else's opinion, but we as women gotta stop validating a lot of negative narratives that come <laughs> with how we are. Yeah. Got it. Well, moving on. What you got for us today, Ari, on the puff and pass on politics? Um, I don't have anything in regards to this week. Last week, um, her name Marjorie Green. Mm-hmm. They had um, kind of put her up. They, well, they trying to get rid of her ass being on Congress and stuff. So I was doing my research about bro, bro, and she been fooling on Twitter. She said Obama was a Muslim. She said that the Clinton. <laughs> The Clintons were guilty of murder. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. She wow. said. So, boom. Um, her The reason why they put that in, like, the article, too, was um, she made the remark, uh, that's another one of those Clinton murders. Uh, she said this in reference to John F. Kennedy's death. Wow. In the 1999 plane crash. Disrespectful. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so this lady, um, she's been talking crazy. And the thing about it was, I'm like, damn, who the fuck is this? Now, um, but apparently she's a a representative of Georgia's uh, 14th congregation, I'm sorry, congressional court. So she's part of their uh, congressional uh, district court. And yeah, she's just been fooling, so they trying to get rid of her ass. I was trying to uh, see if I could find anything on an update uh, in regards on if she was voted off the office, but I haven't found much about her. Yeah, (laughs) but I just thought bro was so crazy because she, um, she, 
She's just really been like she has a book out. It's called uh, no, actually not a book, but it's a blog called American Truth Seekers. Yeah. Um, she was a part of you know exercising the people who um who invaded the Capitol. She was on Twitter like you know back and forth with them, encouraging them to do so. She literally wore like an actual mask that said Trump won. So I mean like. She's one of those people who was kind of advocating his uh, narrative that he was absolutely right about everything he was saying. Um, and a lot of people didn't even know who the fuck she was until they was like, okay, we got to get this bitch up out of here. Yeah. The only reason why I wanted to bring awareness to her is because, I mean, we live in this Aquarius age. So if you don't know something, like know the people that's in your, uh, you know, that's making a loss for us right now. Because I'm like, damn. How the fuck did she not lose her job by like, right. talking about Obama or talking about other presidents? She's talking and stuff real like reckless. She um. But she's from Georgia, so. And that's another thing. Yeah. Like it's it's in states like that that you absolutely know that's racist, but it'd be mm-hmm. like, well, why do you think they did not change like the way of life by now? Yeah. Because they the people that's in like they. Uh, that's in charge is clearly fucking racist. Yeah. And they might get it stopped into some shit so, like this. Like, I know a couple people that was like, I don't get what the big deal was about with, with the Senate, the mm-hmm. Senate runoff in Georgia. I'm like, because Georgia is a state that is known since the beginning of time to side with the racist, I don't want to say party, but the racist people running for office or the people who do not support anything for black Americans. So when those two um, people won the Senate in Georgia, that's why it was so big and so monumental because you had people, most of the time when black people vote, they only vote in the presidential race and they don't vote in anything else, which is why shit never changes because they think, oh, it's the president, it's the biggest vote. But in order for shit to change, you need to vote in your local your local um uh things I can't think of word right now. Yeah, your local elections. Yeah, yeah, your local elections. You need to vote for a senate. You need to vote for your governor, for your mayor, your the people in your county, so that it can change. Um, so that's why it was so monumental when they did win the senate in Georgia. But like this lady, this lady is fooling. Like get this, get this. Like in a uh, blog, I was telling you about. This fool literally said, because they put this in the, um, they just, if you, like, literally can Google her name, like, all this shit comes up. But it's like, she's a part of headlines that say, must read, Democratic Party involved in child sex, Satanism, and uh, cult acts. She argued that the 2018 midterm elections, um... Because there were two Muslim women who were elected into that uh, in the House, mm-hmm. she argued that the only reason why they was there or their their only agenda was for um, the Islamic invasion of our country's government. And my thing be like, damn, where do these crazy ass people be getting this <laughs> narrative from? If we all seem to be on the same page as education goes, <laughs> but then when you got people that's literally in the House of Representatives talking <laughs> like this. How are people not supposed to justify how they feel? Like that's a that's a heavy ass wow. narrative to put in. Like this country barely be getting um, minorities in office. So the moment they get in office, that's the shit you want to put out there. Like so, I thought um, like if you hear a racist person talk 
their theories are the wildest theories. It is. Ever. It's quite I hilarious. Look at them have a platform. Like this woman is literally a lawmaker, and y'all just now saying we got to get rid of this bitch. Like we should have been cut the cord two thousand two years ago. But three years like ago, how, at this point, how people were saying, "Oh, the system, the system is broken for black people. It's broken. The system is not broken. The system works exactly the, the way it that it was set up to work. The system was never created for black people. Mm. Never. Read, listen to your fucking national anthem okay. of America. That's how they cut it off. It's literally talking about keeping black people enslaved. The full song." The full song, like I don't understand. I don't care. That's why Mark Cuban wanted it banned, but they over, yes, they got, they, they, and NBA said no, we playing that shit. Yeah, I, and I figured that was gonna happen, but I just I appreciate him for. He didn't want to play during uh, Mavericks play. play. Who was this? Mark, Mark Cuban, Cuban, owner of the um, Dallas Mavericks. But the system is not broken. The system is working exactly the way that it's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Now, as black people, we can go and break that motherfucker and make it work for us, but it's going to take a whole lot of work for black people to come together and do just that. Because you got a lot of black people who, unfortunately, side with those ignorant ass people. Like those yeah, Y'all seen the governor? Will the dude running for governor? Child the black dude? And he's Nigerian I at best. I the dude talking about he want to get rid of Black History Month. Yeah, talking What's about his name? illegal. What's his name? Let me check. I know he's running for governor in the state of Michigan here, <laughs> and he's I'm not like, surprised. I had I, when I had switched my major to African American studies in um, my sophomore year in college. I had a Nigerian teacher, and most of the time, every time we got done, not to say that this is how like, but it's the narrative. His like, name Austin Change or Change. I yeah. want to say it African. The narrative verse. against black people in Austin, general is Shaji. like on a global scale. Because my Nigerian teacher will literally speak to us like after every lesson, like, all right, that's why y'all need to stop. Like, he literally said one day, like, y'all need to stop wearing weaves or something like that. And I was like, hold on, sir. Like, this don't have shit to do with anything. <laughs> he he like, was waiting that conversation. <laughs> and, I, and I literally had to tell him, I said, okay, sir. Everybody wears weaves. Like, as long as are you? What's what are we talking about now? Right. He was waiting. That's crazy. That whole conversation. He was but, just waiting to put that in there. Last thing, y'all. This was another thing. So during this thing last week, they were the Democrats' argument towards this lady was saying that she's the face of the Republican Party, and the Republican Party claims that she's a victim of what. The levels to this shit. I don't know. <laughs> so I just thought this shit was crazy, though. That's the only thing I want to share with y'all. Because I'm like, I, I do be kind of getting fucked up. Like, how the fuck do y'all be getting in these positions? Like, y'all people voted. know some. Yeah, but like, okay, boom. People voted for you. People were into you. But how? If this was the fuck you were saying. It's a difference I between like a if lot y'all of that, only knew A lot versus, of that shit, like, when you have certain political figures that are spew racist rhetoric like that mm-hmm. this shit is not concrete truth so and not saying what they're doing is not concrete truth no they're living in their truth they're proud to be racist I'm saying the elections yeah that shit a lot of you look at it that shit is rigged 
And especially when you start looking at the people who got elected or whatever, and you start going in their history, a lot of them know people that know people that know people that move shit through. So even if you have, which you can, you see with Trump, you have a lot of dumbass individuals out here, you know, waving his flag and waving the other idiot's flag. But if you do have... A conflicting that's why I'm still kind of surprised that Georgia turned blue. If you have a conflicting amount of people with opposite ideas, it's like, no, that ain't for my people, that ain't for us. Then you get to a point where, like, oh, the race is super close, which the shit shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And it makes you it don't make you question America because you like this is what America is about. Yes. Don't make you question it, but it makes you still look at like, damn, we really are fucked up. Because for it to be this close, I mean that if my people won, y'all just decided we ain't gonna cheat today. Mm-hmm. But if I know That's that there's a bigger group, so right? If it's a bigger group of my people who are like opposing what you guys are saying, it's like, oh, like, have y'all seen the movie? Yeah, have y'all seen the movie Widows? So that movie is with uh, the black dude. I can't think of his name, but he's the black dude that played Paperboy on TV show Atlanta. So <laughs> he uh, he's running for mayor in Chicago. Anybody like knows the history of Chicago? Like Chicago's built built by the Irish, racist ass Irish people. So. Mm-hmm. In the movie, though, is the scene where he's having a conversation with Colin Farrell, who's running for, they're either running for mayor or governor Mm -hmm. of Chicago. And his uh, dad, Colin Farrell's dad, is played by, um, I can't think of the actor name, but old actor, really old dude. And he was like, you know, our family history, we always went and talked to the opponent who's running for such and such of Chicago. But his father was like, but I'd be damned if you lose to some nigger. Ain't nobody in our family ever lose to some nigger. And the fact that pretty much this nigger can even run. But it got to the point where things just got so shitty in Chicago that the community was like, okay, we're going to actually vote. And like how you're saying, like the, the mid-election stuff, we're going to vote for our mayor or, you know, uh, our governor. And they having a conversation and both dudes are bad, but it's like a different type of evil. But the funny thing is when the white dude, Colin Farrell, goes back to his father and tell him, like, it's a really tight race. Mm. His father pretty much is like, ain't no fucking way he's winning. I don't give a fuck if it's every single black person that if every black person comes out who really has the right to vote, vote. This man is going to win. But he's pretty much like, no, that that shit ain't going to happen. Pretty much, like he don't say, even though it's about you know other shit in the film and people dying, but he don't literally say like you gonna take him out. But it's like, okay, we could do the clean illegal shit. He's not winning, mm-hmm. but the dude Colin Farrell kind of wanted to change the name and narrative of his family ancestors. So he's like, I want to run a clean race. But it just goes back to what you guys were saying, like in Georgia. That's one of the reasons why you do have a lot of these crazy ass racist ass piglet ass rhetoric ass people who are holding these positions because when you look at the people who they have in their pocketbook and that's why they say you always gotta watch who you giving your money to because for example I'm not saying this dude does it but like for example we buy off Amazon who is he giving his money who campaign is he's really sponsoring mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And then when you find out what he's going for. Yeah, so it's like when you know you got a you got a trillion dollar support team backing you. Oh, you for sure in office. I don't give a fuck if you posted a picture of a black kid hanging and you got that shit framed in your room. Last season on uh the shy, the dude I don't I don't remember who the dude was, but uh, he, he no, it wasn't him, but it's the guy who uh was taking care of the little boy with the dreadlocks. He owned a pizza shop. He was like, he's the criminal in the town, but the, uh, he's running for a mayor. That guy. But he was going against um, the lady who's the creator of the show, but whoever got this donation from, I forgot who the guy was. He pretty much was like, whoever I get a donation to, that's who is going to win. He ended up giving the money to the criminal. Um, and I guess he won. I don't remember. But it's just like you said. You get this large donation. He donated like, I forgot, a couple million to this guy. You get this large donation. It's almost like you a shoe-in. It don't really matter at this point who Mm-mm. is voting for you. That's why you have like people like Trump and all his supporters are so surprised that he didn't actually win the election. Like They couldn't believe it. It wasn't because not enough people got out there and voted for him, but because no, you're not supposed to lose. It's set up for you to win. It's no way that Georgia turned blue. That's not even possible. It don't matter if every black person in the world went out and voted in Georgia. You're not supposed to lose because the system is not set up that way. So how the hell did you lose Trump? We're not accepting this Trump because you're not supposed to lose Trump. We know this. It don't matter who voted for who. You're not supposed to lose. So, yes, just like you said, like, crazy. That's why that lady is still in office because you have a lot of like-minded people who put her there and who want to keep her there. I was about to say something, but that thought just literally slipped my mind. But I think for me, what I did find interesting about it is just like there, you you hear about it, you hear people say like it's all rigged, and to truly see like damn, mm-hmm. y'all really set this shit up, like y'all dropped <laughs> the ball, obviously. Yeah. But goddamn, like um, especially for her to be blatant, and I think that was another thing. Like for y'all to, I just. I do be into my politics, but the fact that y'all informed me right now, like the whole state of Georgia is blue, and it's literally like this was the woman they had to kick out. Mm-hmm. Like the literally, they literally like she's a representation of the Democratic Party. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Y'all know I had found out today that you don't necessarily go through a background check to run for office. You also don't need a high school degree. There's actually a house representative who got their GED while they were running. Yeah. And she won. Yeah. This shit's wild. I'm like, it's damn, it's you could be stupid up in that bitch. And be like, degree to work at Macy's, but you don't have to have a high school diploma to be in office. McDonald's don't want you in there if you ain't got me run for office. I will personally fuck shit up. I'm telling you, I will be writing bills and changing laws at the whim. Like, I would be like the motherfucking Grinch in there, like how he was talking about his day to day activities. Yeah. Baby, baby, fuck you like that. <laughs> I would personally, 
I would have the most ravish, lavish parties just to be just dumbfounded. We blocking off the whole fucking street. What we're come down, we bringing plastic uh, pools in this bitch. Chris Rock. Yeah. yeah, it would be but he was respectful. My shit would be reckless and Negro-ish on purpose. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm like, my campaign, <laughs> nigga, my campaign. We have to cook out on the front lawn. Every time I enter the scene, nigga, play back that ass up. We crit walking. I just, just be, nigga. Give me your setup. I'm gonna have niggas swag surfing in the, uh, he did, I saw that. He did. But I want my shit to go down and answer like, this bitch was on some real raunchy shit. Can't like, be laying for president, okay? We coming for your ass, Kanye. Just know, we coming with that heat. I'm telling you. Put it would me on your team. I'm telling you. Nigga, my whole team would be lit. Put me on the team. Got you. I'm like, telling you. Don't tell me I'm that. for real. Nigga, let, if my Instagram account had like 30,000 followers, nigga, I'm telling you, I'm running tomorrow. <laughs> Put in my name. I'm putting a crazy ass shit in air quotes on my name. It's going to have my first... First Candace, that bitch. Okay, like you want me? I was gonna say you want me? Because you see your ass tomorrow on my timeline. Like y'all know, y'all better be registered to vote. Four years, I ain't trying to hear. We it's going down. I just on the ladies' room. What you say in this bitch? <laughs> What's our quote? In this bitch movie? I'm telling you. In this bitch. I'm telling you. Come on. Y'all shit would be so lit. I'm telling you. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me I could. No, we just, we free. We ain't, we, we don't have no. Yup. Fuck them. That's only your own. I'm telling you. They got a problem how we run shit. Fuck them. Fuck them. We in there. Y'all, I know if y'all listeners out there know how the world be real. We better not see this because if we see fuck them on the green party. Suing y'all. Suing. Nigga. Hardcore. Definitely. We're suing the fuck out of y'all. Swear. That shit would be so lit. Cause I, I, I didn't know that shit. Like for real, nigga, I would be campaign. I always be downtown anyway. I be. Yeah, we was talking about like years ago. Um. I be campaign. Office so we could get the free Cadillacs. Y'all are irritating more than me. Look, but check this out though. If you look at the mayor, look, wait, but think, think of the mayor of Baltimore though. Think of the mayor of Baltimore, the young black dude. Like that hoe, I know this completely on time, but the way he's mad, yo, but it's not even, it's like the way he talked. Like he didn't go switch it and get a weatherman voice. He did. When he was checking that nigga, when he was giving the speech about the COVID. The Yes, he was like, hold on, Sean. I was like, yeah. what did he say, Sean? Yeah, he's like, Sean, wait, Shabby. but. He really was saying, nigga, if you don't quit fucking with me, it's gonna get the wire <laughs> real quick in this bitch. Like, you but I just literally saw that shit and I was like, I'm gonna run for office. Nigga, just for some real time foolery fuckery. 
just to do it. I would like so give him my speech funny. like, yeah, we got the whole squad of this bitch. Like, and we be up ten niggas, forty niggas deep and shit, just like, just be standing like, dressed in all black. And then, and you know, Beautiful typically they have the the whole like events always be in February, so that's gonna be Black History Month. You talk oh, about blackity shit. black black nigga. Barbecuing in the front nigga. Put me on your team. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I'm telling you. The White House front lawn. We painting that bitch. We gotta have, come on. What graffiti in that bitch? I was about to say graffiti. What's that Chris Brown. We know yellow, yellow ass love draws some shit. Pull up. Pull up. We got what you need. Chris Brown working in that white place. Chris, it's a concert opportunity. It's all about you, boo. We just need. We all coming together for one voice to unite. They be like, she sounds so, so educated. And then when I get, when I win. What I throw my nigga in? Fuck y'all bitches out there. Hey, all the hoes that have problems, bitch. We put y'all shit back up. Y'all hoes going to prison. Oh, life. Fuck that oh, shit. Life. I got a new bill for that ass. I'm telling you. Telling you. I'm like, all my people, yo, we paid up. We ain't never got to work a day in our lives in the world. Fuck them taxes, well, nigga. Tax free. I'm just sending checks out. Right. Fuck the stimulus. Still means so, nuts, bitch. Send your cash out. I'm a cash out. Seriously, now y'all gonna be shocked as fuck. Post your shit on the ground. Post your shit. Black people, we in here, nigga. We free now. Y'all got a real nigga running. What's up? Oh my god. And y'all got a problem with me? Y'all got a problem with my squad, man? Fuck. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. We in this bitch. <laughs> we don't Gang, gang, nigga. Like, we in this bitch. They literally would try to be like, oh my God, this is the black we feared. The <laughs> black people drive this country, Candace. If you're feeling it, write oh this shit God. down, put us to work. I'm down. Yeah, let me be your press secretary. <laughs> but y'all have to You ain't got to tell nobody I'm on the team. I could be like the let background me, puppet or something. I will be, you know, Oh my god. So you should have told me that shit. The designated cameraman. Seriously, y'all should have told me that. This camera, this is important live for Candace party in this bitch, okay? Fuck them. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that shit was so litty. Like, it's okay. Awesome. I don't even know what the fuck we're supposed to say after this. You, uh, your beauty tips. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um, before we get into today's beauty tips um just want to make an announcement starting monday and every monday after that on our ig story there will be a beauty and health tip called beautiful mondays if i know how y'all hate mondays everybody do so just gonna have a little tip for you on monday and it's gonna be called beautiful mondays and y'all can find that on or at this is the ladies room on our ig stories every monday now for this tip all about vitamin E oil. Vitamin E oil benefits derived from two key factors 
It's an antioxidant, um, antioxidant properties which fights inflammation and slows down the effects of free radicals and slows down the aging process. You know, all y'all want to look young, so pay attention. As well as its moisturizing properties. Now, one question that I always get as an esthetician um, is will the oil make my skin oily? So, the answer to that is it depends upon the oil. However, vitamin E oil will not make your skin oily. It's great for all skin types, whether you have oily skin, dry skin, normal skin, sensitive skin, it's good for all skin types. Moisturizing benefits of vitamin E oil will help the skin look more youthful, less wrinkled. Um, it also aids in the prevention of wrinkles, crow's feet, dark circles, crepey skin, um, as well as helping the cell turnover in your skin. Now, there's a few exercises that you can do with the facial oil. I think I briefly mentioned facial exercises a couple shows back. There's a few exercises that you can do with any facial oil of your choosing, but vitamin E oil would be the best. That's what I use, and it helps to increase the beauty benefits of the oil. Um, it's kind of hard to explain the exercises without you seeing them, so I will post a video of them on our IG page um, probably today or maybe I'll post it Monday for Beautiful Mondays. Um, but the video, you can also find this video uh, at Face Gym with Sophie Ann Perry who is a facial workout instructor. instructor I'm sorry. Face, facial workout instructor. And in this video, she's featuring uh, Karuchi Tran. She's showing her how to do the facial exercises as well, which helps to drain, you know, um, the lymphatic issues and whatnot. To you give yourself a natural facelift, get rid of double chins and all that good stuff. So that is my tip for today. Check out Monday, Beautiful Mondays on at This Is The Ladies Room IG Story. And that is that. Uh, who do we have? Who are we nominating for the Circle of S? Excellence. Oh, okay, yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, so I, oh, yeah. I didn't think you were going It's been a long day. Circle of Excellence Award today goes to um, a woman named Jahad Dekure. Um, Jahad Dekure, after living through female genital mutilation, being forced into marriage at 15. She began speaking out against both practices, um, child marriage and female genital mutilation. She began speaking out against both of those practices and became a leading voice in the movement. She is now the United Nations Women Regional Ambassador for Africa. Um, I lost my place. I wrote this down. Yes, I'm sorry. United Nations Women Regional Ambassador for Africa. She's dedicated her career to gender equality and the empowerment of women, a global champion for women and girls. Uh, she's the UN Women, the United Nations Women's entity was established to accelerate and progress on meeting the needs of women worldwide. She's also the CEO and founder of the NGO 
Safe Hands for Girls, which provides support to African women and girls who are survivors of female genital mutilation and addresses its lifelong harmful physical and psychological consequences. Alongside women's organizations and social society, she's contributed to the Gambian government's ban on FGM, or female genital mutilation, and the government's ban of child marriages. After youth mobilization and campaigning throughout the country in recent years. So I just think, you know, that is something that is amazing and wonderful for this woman to do. I'm sure she's not doing it all on her own, but after that happened to her at age 15 is when she started. I think she deserves to be celebrated for her activism and helping women and young girls be, you know, get out of that or be, don't have to worry about their maybe parts being cut off. It's insane that uh, children marriage is still going on around the world. Yep. Uh, the fact that she said she was married off at the age of 15, mm -hmm. that's still very young, but she also speaks on the children who are much younger than her yeah. at the ages of 8 and 9 years mm -hmm. old being married off to grown men. <coughs> and these men who become their husbands cut off their clitoris so that they don't feel sensation when they have sex with them. However, they do feel pain. So they don't feel the sensation of, you know, what a woman feels when yeah. they have amazing sex. However, they're going to feel pain when these grown men rape these young girls. Yeah. They consider it rape because they're looking at this nine-year-old as their wife. But she's advocating um, against it. And there was a ban put on the female genital mutilation in Gambia. So that that's great. She's still working on the child marriages part, but... Like you said, it's crazy that that's still going on. That should be like a worldwide ban. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Like the United Nations should just get together like, yo. Why do we even have to yeah. have this conversation? Right. Uh, should we ban it? Should we not? It should just be an automatic. Like a child is a child. I don't care if you're in Detroit or if you're in Zambia. Because a lot of them probably low-key think yeah. the same way. That's, that's why. That's what's so messed up. But her name is Jahad Dukure. And we are giving her the Circle of Excellence Award today mm. for all of her work in this area. So, thank you. We just want to pick it up. That's dope. Um, that's all I have on the Well, now you reached the fashion part of the show. Coco's Fashion Corner with Valentine's huh? I said that part. Oh, <laughs> with Valentine's Day approaching for y'all um, got some hot deals, some looks colors and exclusives so um, first things first, I'm not sure if y'all familiar, some of y'all familiar with the store Bloomingdale's but they're having a sale I know they were having a sale but I know they increased their sale and when I tell you this is like one of the dopest amazing sales I've seen because pretty much everything is free I'm talking like something that's $800 is literally on sale for like $75 
Yeah, and I peeped this because they don't have it like how you go to Nordstrom's or sex website and they sometimes have it on the forefront. No, you just got to just start clicking in categories and you'll see shit. Um, moving forward, uh, of course, I know all my sneakerheads know about this, but the Valentine's Day sneak is coming out. Got the forces. I don't like the forces, but my personal fave, everybody know me. I love me some Air Max 90s. And those are set to drop on the 13th. I call myself, like, somebody be like, you a sneakerhead? No, I'm a fashion head. So anything that's going on in this body that I could take dope pics in, trust me, I know. <laughs> uh, so y'all keep a lookout for that. Um, of course, you know, you can check Nike website. You can sign up for the alert. If you like me and you don't feel like trying to race, you can always go to GOAT or, um, fuck. I literally just forgot the other sneaker because it literally just popped up. Sneaker website popped up on my phone, but y'all know where to go. <laughs> as far as looks, putting together looks, um, one thing I've particularly been scoping is we've come back around to color blocking. So... For looks this year, you know, you don't have to typically go for your, you know, classic red or your classic pink, but you can switch it up and follow this year's Pantone colors, which two particularly this year are based off just our past year, you know, COVID and everything that went on in 2020. So the colors that were chosen are Ultimate Gray, which ultimately looks like gray and Illuminating, which really looks like a bright yellow. And I love yellow because it means happiness in springtime. So I say for personal take coming from a stylist, you can mix that with passion colors. We know passion color. Well, maybe y'all don't know, but passion colors are like colors and hues of red. You can mix it with that and create a nice piece. And then for looks, I'm going for... I would like to see more like a relaxed sophistication, as I call it. And that's just pretty much like taking iconic pieces from different decades. For example, like a 1950s form-fitting skirt. It's not going to be super tight, but it's going to have like a pencil line with the slouchy crew neck and some stilettos, ladies. So you could still have that, that really sexy, cool, not trying to try too hard, but be naked underneath it for your man or your woman or whoever you giving the cookies away to on V-Day. So <laughs> that is Coco's Fashion Corner today. And then just, you know, as we winding down, getting ready to close out the show, um, you know, I always do, what's the flavor in your ear? So what are what is the artist y'all listening to this week? Who? Yeah, Okay. I think I heard of her. A? I think that's her. Is she black and Asian? She's actually Caucasian. Okay, I didn't hear of her. (laughs) She gives me like a, please y'all don't hate me, but she gives me like a Jasmine Sullivan type of vibe. Um, I first heard of her in like 2017. She has this song called My Mind. Can you play a snippet of her? I would, but my tire, like, my phone just uh, acting really dumb today. Okay. <laughs> but she's a great artist. Um, so that's what I'm listening to. Very soft. What's the name of the song? 
you post the you know what i was gonna say like moving forward we sh- um post like the artists we listen yeah. to on the ground just so our listeners can see yeah. you know who we we plan you know yeah i definitely i'll post it um on on um the instagram page but yeah yeah she's soulful artist she's written for plenty of people um kind of gives me a jasmine sullivan vibe like her vocals are freaking crazy the way she can carry a tune, but mm. yep. So that's what I'm listening to. Um, I've been listening to uh, Kendrick Lamar's oh, I, well, his first album, um, Good Kid, Mad City. That's what I've been listening to this week. Okay, I I love like looking up new artists and up and coming artists. So this guy I've been listening to, his name is Ix Wolf. And he has the song that I absolutely love. Like he, every song this man has made, it, it's just I love it. I just discovered him like two weeks ago. Um, the song he has called Weekends. Like I will post, I could play a snippet for y'all, cause like it's just I just love his music. And huh, let me turn this up. So like as soon as it come in. <laughs> this, like when y'all start them up, I'm gonna let it like play a little bit until like a little. Like this is a dope ass song. He's a dope ass artist. He's working on his um new album right now as we speak. So dope. But um. And the visuals for this video is crazy. It's mad crazy. I love his ideas, his concept, and everything. And y'all can pop your pussies on the weekend. <laughs> His name is IX Wolf, so it's spelled IX, of course, and then it's W U L F. So definitely check this dude out. He he's dope. He hasn't made a wax song, and he's like I said, he's a new up and coming artist. So that's what I'm fucking with. <laughs> this yeah, this week. Definitely, I like that song so far. So uh, I'll definitely uh, check him out. So. Check him out. I haven't seen him. Yeah. Anything else? And he's white too. I'm looking at him. Sound like a white man. I thought he was that other guy. When you say his name, he be doing those little Instagram posts where he be like making that techno music, but he'll like start with one thing. Oh shit! I don't know. He tell me about him. I don't know who you talking about. but that was dope. I like that song so far. So um, I guess that's it for today. That wraps it up. It wraps up the show. It wraps up the show. So we want to thank y'all for tuning in to our fifth episode of Fifth The Ladies Room. One, two, three, four, <laughs> fifth. And um we'll see no we'll we'll be back next week. It's your girl Coco. Oh and my bad. Juicy ass topic that Ed has got for us. <laughs> it's just it's just like a little dick and pussy. That's all it's all about. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I mean, big digging poos. But anyway, this your girl Coco, Coco Breezy. You can catch me at House Delanye at on Instagram. Ariel Valencia <laughs> on um, Twitter and um, Instagram. The way you set up the like, sure. like you walked up to the mic like, what's up? Cause I got a flow with y'all Y'all like going this way This way so I'm like I'm paying attention I'm here and Follow me on those platforms See y'all next week And uh Your girl Mickey You can find me at KingSire underscore K-I-N-G-S-I-R-E Underscore And you can find me at Sweetface Lip Bakery Uh and that's it. Thank y'all for tuning in. Until next week. Thank you. Adios. Bye. That's all I have. Listen.